0: which is it's a stevie nicks podcast where we discuss all things stevie i'm leslie i'm melinda and today
1: we're going to be talking about the life and hard times of stevie fandom in 1983 we're also going to be talking about stevie's cover songs yes or no uh, and uh the ongoing stevie nicks cussing controversy which we are generating here and will keep alive
0: Welcome to the inaugural episode of Hello Witches, a Stevie Nicks podcast. We did not see any other Stevie Nicks podcasts out there in the world, which is wrong, and we're here to correct that. It's a travesty. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, I feel like after we do this, will there will be a lot more Stevie Nicks podcasts out there? There
1: will be then, or we'll know the reason why people
0: don't do it. Exactly. (laughs) out <laughs> but we are going to make a genuine effort to do this well um so why are we doing this stevie nicks podcast who do we think we are um so we've both been stevie nicks fans for um what, for me, for, i've loved
1: uh, stevie nicks since like 1983
0: likewise mm-hmm that must be the magic, the magic year of Stevie. The
1: year of the wild heart. Okay. That's yes, how I always yeah. think of 1983.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in 1983, uh, I'm going to guess this was you too. Um, we were sitting in front of TV, watching MTV, waiting for the, if anyone falls in love or stand back video to come on where Stevie's on a treadmill, the wind is blowing in her hair. Right, right, right. <laughs> and- She's yes. uh, dancing on the, walking on the treadmill and seeing into the camera. She was
1: kind of clomping along on the treadmill. Yes, exactly. Clomping along, you know, being a real soldier for rock and roll. I don't know whose idea that was, but uh, yeah, she was definitely clomping along. And for me, it was Friday night videos. Um, oh, yeah. I lived like at the Sticks in Ohio, and we didn't have MTV, we, but oh, we did right. have Friday night videos, and it was something to live for especially when I, Stevie was clomping on the treadmill. Yeah.
0: I saw those two, and, and I actually have a very specific Stevie memory. Um, I'm weird that when I my, my brain sees something that really engages it, that I really like, mm-hmm. I get fearful and angry immediately. <laughs> I still do this. <laughs> I have to be really careful. Um, so, I'm really fearful and angry. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Kate Bush fan as well, as are a lot of Stevie fans. She and when I first saw Kate Bush, I got, angry. yeah, seriously, when I first saw Stevie, uh-huh. you know, her face was right there and it also might've been a little bit of a gay panic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was like, well, I remember my dad saying this to me and I was like, I don't, I don't see why people think she's pretty. I mean, sure. When the camera's up close, she's pretty, but if you take that camera far away, it's just it's not a big deal, <laughs> like, which makes what? no sense whatsoever.
1: Right. You were being very critical. You were being a mean girl to Stevie Nicks.
0: I was. I just flipped out. And I do that with – and now I'm older and I recognize that and I process uh-huh. it instantly. But but uh-huh. then, yeah, and I do the same thing with Kate Bush. I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's what is so she doing? Funny. That's And funny. then end up completely in love uh, with Kate Bush's music. So, um, so yeah, but obviously um, uh, I got over that. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird, you know, because you- – I
1: actually had this kind of weird kind of revulsion thing with her too. Really? Yeah. And, and it was, uh, kind of, well, going to the record store and flipping through, you know, all the album covers, you know, just as I would do obsessively, you know, I would stop at the Fleetwood Mac one and I would look at these covers and the ones, uh, you know, that were shot by Herbert Wheeler Worthington, you know, the white one, and then the Rumors album, those looked like almost satanic to me. They looked occult-like.
0: <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. They, yeah. they
1: actually scared me, uh, I really. See that. It, yeah, and they really did. They actually creeped me out, and uh, this is, you know, around the time when all of the you know, the urban legends that kids tell each other about music, that Stevie's a witch, you know, and the Hotel California albums got demons embedded in the pictures and stuff like that. (laughs) You know, that was the time for this. So I would just like still go and look at those albums anyway, because they really, I don't know why, they just freaked me out. But I got over it too, Uh, again, summer of 83. And yeah, so.
0: I ended up Uh, hearing um I ended up hearing, uh, we were eating dinner and my dad played his Fluid Mac, Fluid Mac album and Rihanna came on, which I'd heard a million times. But for some reason that day I just froze and I was like, that's amazing. Who really made cool. that song? Yeah. Uh-huh. And ran to the album and didn't associate her at all with Stevie Nicks that I had begrudged, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but looked at the back and assumed, of course, that she must be Lindsey Buckingham because uh-huh. Stevie's a boy. It, right um, so boy's name after a week of thinking she was lindsey buckingham i <laughs> i you know i think within a month i owned almost all the fluid mac albums and yeah. had moved on to stevie and i figured it out i was a hundred percent taken and still am <laughs> yes
1: yes and i will agree that it was like a rapid onset thing for me as yes well. <laughs> uh, it started out with okay well um you know i i loved buying records I was always looking for like the the cutout bins you know sometimes you could get some really cool yeah, stuff cheap totally. and I was digging through it I was always bargain hunting and uh I saw this two record live album of Fleetwood Mac with all of their hits okay I'm like looking down the list I'm like I know this song I know that song you know, I'm like, why do I not like Fleetwood Mac? I, you know, I am like, and there's a backstory to that. I don't want to get into it. But um, but there was a time I actually did not like them for loyalty reasons to another band. Um, But anyway, because I'm weird. uh, So I bought it uh, for five bucks. And I mean, it was so good. I, I mean, every I knew all of these songs. And then, of course, you know, listening to the Stevie Nicks songs and being very, her being Stevie and sounding so, you know, amazing, mm-hmm. even though her voice was shredded up in that uh album. You know, then I then the onset just like hit boom, you know, I've got the yeah. Belladonna album and like within a couple of weeks the Wild Heart came out. And then I was like buying Fleetwood Mac albums that didn't even have her on it because I I just got like so carried away with how amazing that band sounded and uh beyond her herself but yeah i i just totally bought up everything i could find uh including the stand back single because you know why it had the b side
0: um, not on
1: the album so uh
0: which was the uh the b side of stand back was um which one was it garbo garbo
1: that's right was not on the album so yeah
0: yeah. So I was already just
1: like rapid onset. I bought probably a lot of, a lot of Fleetwood Mac albums like simultaneously as well.
0: In short, we've loved Stevie or long in long. We've loved Stevie for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've both stayed up on her uh, music and I've been there through the whole thing. Even Street Angel wasn't my favorite album, but I was there. <laughs> I've been here, been here through it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know,
1: uh, yeah, I, I, I've, Maintained fandom even uh, even when I like profoundly disagreed with some of her choices, yeah. and uh, you know, still paid attention and still gave a damn, and just played the albums that I loved, and just waited for her to come back around. And it, it, <laughs> occasionally, she did. You know, I've just yeah. got a very complicated relationship with her, but uh,
0: yeah. mine is less complicated. I mean, even if it's a song that I so for for instance, um. I like it when Stevie sings Stevie songs written by Stevie. Like Mm -hmm. that to me, that's the best, that's the best for her. Like Mm -hmm. when she sees other people's songs, even if they're good songs, Mm -hmm. it's just not as good. Like Stevie has a way of writing and writing for her own voice. That Mm -hmm. is just, um, I don't know. It's just magical.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, uh, she's not a song stylist, you know, where, you know, we're going to get, you know, like when you think of like Billie Holiday, oh wow, she really warped that song into something different. Stevie Nicks isn't that kind of singer. She, she's, she's, she expresses herself, you know, and, and I don't think cover tunes are really her forte that much, unless it was written by Tom Petty or something, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's still fun to watch her do that sometimes, but yeah, it's not. It's yeah, to me, I love her songwriting, I love the way mm-hmm. she sings her own songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. one of my gripes with Street Angel was just there was a lot of other writers on that, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> who we were not on TV. So,
1: right, um, That that's that's key, and and yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I started like to fade back a little bit because there was too much uh, outside, you know, I, it wasn't John Bon Jovi like uh, a symptom of oh, yeah.
0: album, so and, I. mean. Uh, brett michaels from poison no oh, he wasn't well, yeah, see, it, was not yeah that was all coming time back space. now yeah this is all coming yeah. back to me now I was the like, bon jovi brett. brett michaels was on time space
1: okay okay i, think, I just still yeah. just yeah i just remember hearing john bon jovi's name and and i'm like no I'm not I'm not buying this album. (laughs) I protest mightily. Nobody cares. But yeah, Um, I prefer to kick it. I hate that song. I hate uh, sometimes it's a bitch. I don't like to hear Stevie Cussing. She
0: didn't write
1: that one. Oh, I love it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't like it when she cusses at all. What is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> yeah. I just don't like it. I don't know why. It's just, you know, it's like when my mom cusses or something. I'm like, oh, she really meant it that time. Well, this is getting ugly. You know, I don't no, know. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't think of I Stevie Nicks just say, my She just mom. seems
1: like a lady, you know. She's like, I cuss. I want her to be different than me. You know, <laughs> She shouldn't okay. be a regular human being who cusses.
0: She's Stevie Nicks. So I guess you don't like the GIF where she just says fan fucking tactic over and over again?
1: <laughs> well, that was probably an interview. I just don't like it when she sings cuss words.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe singing them not so good, but speaking them, yes,
1: for
0: yeah. me. I mean, check for me yes for the Stevie Nicks cussing uh, questionnaire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna put a no.
0: <laughs> but regardless of of the cussing in the songs or whether it's street angel or whether it's belladonna, mm-hmm. the thing is like Stevie's voice is still way different than anyone else's. And oh, yeah, absolutely. it's, it's one that, you know, more than probably anyone else I can put on the headphones and hear so much mm-hmm. in there, whether mm-hmm. it's super young Stevie voice, whether mm-hmm. it's older Stevie voice. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that. We have two different, um, you know, spectrums of that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when I'm thinking about
1: it a little bit more, thinking about her singing other people's songs. You know, I'm thinking, wait a minute. I really liked her cover of It's Only Love, which was originally recorded by Cheryl Crow. Yeah. You know, um, I think that in the production of that one, they actually I think they actually personalized that song to be more like relevant to Stevie and her mm-hmm. little struggles with, you know, loving a yeah. guitar, you know, a guitar God, you know, cause I think Cheryl wrote that about Eric Clapton act, actually. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you hear Cheryl's version of it, it's um, you can hear it sounding, you know, the guitar solos sound Clapton-esque. If you listen to the Stevie version of it, the guitar solos sound Buckingham-esque. Hmm. So, and, and it sounds so good. I like it best when Stevie sings it. She sounds like she is so over it, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So what we're we going to do with the podcast is um, have a different theme probably every week. Like we may talk about um, her Fritz days in one podcast, which I'm sure will um, move along to some other area entirely different, but oh, of course. <laughs> we do want to uh, give some substance and, and try and talk about um Things that we actually do know about, um, and uh, just talk about her music and, mm-hmm. and how amazing she is. <laughs> really, I'm just laughing about Yeah,
1: it, it the podcast is going to be number one, about how amazing she is, and yeah. number two, incidentally, how how obsessed we are.
0: I think that's yes. kind of
1: like the 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 the, the yeah. subject. Of all of this. Oh, it's about two things,
0: yeah. Well, seriously, like how you could stay engaged with liking something for uh, almost 40 years is Mm -hmm. pretty intense. And how has Stevie gotten more popular? Like what I really wanted, you know, was for her to be still well known, but to be playing Mm -hmm. smaller venues where I could go and sit in the front row and hear her play. But instead, she's playing larger venues. Mm -hmm. And now somehow, like I used to have a, a picture of Stevie Nicks on my locker. Which freaked everyone know. out, by the way. I and had one, too. Go ahead. Did people, people just assumed I had a picture of a random lady on my locker. Really? I, like, so less people knew who Stevie Nicks was in my school back in the 80s. Wow. More people know who she is now.
1: Oh, I like, attended a rocker school. Okay. Everybody like had favorite bands and they drew like, wrote, you know, like copied their logos and put them on their notebooks and all of that. So everybody knew that was Stevie Nicks in my locker. And somebody asked me if I was gay. Yeah,
0: that happened to me too. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared to answer that at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Me either. I was just... This girl goes, why do you have a sticker of a girl on your trapper (laughs) keeper? It was actually a trapper keeper. I'm not. And I was like, it's Stevie Nicks. And she's like, but inside I was completely panicking.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I was just like,
0: okay, this is
1: my, I would rationalize it like this. You know, everybody's, you know, got their Def Leppard uh, stuff out, you know, and and the Michael Jackson posse was in effect and all of a sudden I'm just like, well, everybody else is a fan of something and this is what I'm a fan of. And, um, you know, I didn't, There was only like one time I actually felt like I was like fan bashed, uh, for like Stevie Nicks. Um, yeah. My French book, uh, I had my brother, like, Copy the logo from Belladonna like immaculately. I mean, it was just perfect. And it, you know, it's that's you know, paper covers, right? You know, we fold them all up. And, yeah. You know, uh, and then somebody—I must have left my book sitting out somewhere. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I came back and I found my book with the Belladonna logo still there. It says Stevie Nicks, and underneath it, somebody wrote "sucks donkey dicks." Oh wow <laughs> Oh no! So I was kind of alone in 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 my little rock and roll high school and uh, and liking Stevie Nicks, um, but
0: same here. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Like a lot more people like her now than did when she was, um, know. you know, than in the eighties. Right.
1: Well, I think like, if we, you know, I, I mean, this is like nineteen eighty three. If we could have rolled the clock back or the calendar back to like nineteen seventy seven. You know, I think we probably, you know, that that we wouldn't have had that problem, you know, because they were so huge, you know. So, yeah, uh, my school was too busy
0: liking Duran Duran. Like they were, I think they, yeah, they just glossed over Stevie, except for the few of us. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, I I feel like a lot of people who really like Stevie turned out to be musicians. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like if, if you look at that now. Um, As we both play instruments, as we both write songs. So I think maybe that's part of it. Yes. And the Duran Duran people turned out
1: to be soccer moms.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which there's nothing (laughs) wrong with soccer moms.
1: No, there is not. (laughs) Not. They can take guitar lessons, though, and improve their station in life. Oh, no. (laughs) I feel like that. Yeah. It's open to everybody.
0: We should do an entire episode on um, the fajita Roundup, the Stephen X fajita Roundup. Yes. but uh, there was an article that came out this l- week on her birthday um, that talked about the Stevie Nicks Fajita Roundup SNL sketch with Lucy Lawless, and um, and had some quotes from Stevie um, that she would actually seen it and thought it was great. Yes, <laughs> and and uh, and I I thought that was great too. It is. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why it's so damn funny, but um, it uh, it is. <laughs>
1: It just well, it's just hilarious. I mean, you work Mexican food into Stevie Nicks' <laughs> yeah. lyrics, and then yeah. you pop up the ugliest pictures of Mexican food that yeah. you can find. You know, and it's it just, it's just hysterical. You know, so that's the kind of like roasting of Stevie Nicks that I enjoy. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Totally, you know? no, it's love. It's you know, yes. It's love. All right. Well, thank you for listening to our first podcast. Uh, Hello, witches. It's a Stevie Nicks podcast. Um, hopefully uh, you'll return to hear us rambling again. Uh, and uh, yeah.